Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You are tuned into the Nafs Connection podcast with me, Seema Azmat, a.k.a. Umrayyan. I'm a certified professional Nafs Connection mentor coach and an Islamic practice facilitator. I coach Muslim moms live a fulfilled life connected to their fitra and tawakkul of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without the fear of judgment or failure. We are in season two of the Spiritual Connection Stories series. Listen to me talk to my guests about their spiritual connection stories, their pivotal moments, inspirations and aspirations with regards to their connection with themselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with an hope that this creates an inspiration for you too, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, dear listeners. Today I have with me Sister Umma Fan. She is a multipotentialite. She blogs as the odd Muslima. Along with being a mother of two, she is also a dentist as well as an author of the book I Love Muhammad. And what can I say? Her introduction says it all. So I'm just going to pass on to her to add more to how she did, does this, inshallah. So, Assalamu alaikum, Umma Fan. Walaikum assalam. Jazakallah khair for having me over uh, for your podcast. It's uh, surely an honor. So um, what should I add more? Alhamdulillah, you have uh, like, like um, done the introduction pretty well. Alhamdulillah. Uh, I just wanted to add that um, that I'm a, homes- uh, I'm a homeschooling mother as well. So I'm not, even though I'm qualified as a dentist, I'm not pursuing it as a profession at the moment because uh, I wanted to give it my all uh, to my children, especially at this stage when they're still so small. And as for my blog, it's something that I started um, on the side in the initial uh, days of my motherhood motherhood journey. because you know like it was all really crazy and I was trying to make sense out of it all so blogging was and uh, was a sweet escape kind of a thing for me because uh, it helped me keep my sanity and also it you know like uh, helped me connect with other mothers out there and um, and learn from their experiences and also you know uh, sharing my own experiences on there and struggles as well it was kind of a cathartic thing for me but as you know I've evolved as a person and in my journey in this life my blog has evolved with me alhamdulillah so it's um, so my blog now is not only about you know like sharing my parenting journey but it's generally about sharing my journey through this life sharing my observations and everything um generally what people uh, ask me when they hear the name, the odd Muslim, the question comes up, why odd? So, um, so um, ever since, you know, like, um, I gained consciousness about this life as myself and about the world around me, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I always felt that I was the odd one. <laughs> How I didn't really fit in, you know, like as they say, a square peg in a round world. So, so I guess that's where you know, like that, uh, the word um, the really stems from. So yeah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. I I can 
understand what you mean by that. I felt like if you go on my blog and you read my about page, you would see that, you know, <laughs> I've written something yeah. about myself. I never fit in uh, in this round world as well. So I think that's something we have in common. Alhamdulillah. Um, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And so, after uh, all, don't they say that, you know, we Muslims are supposed to pass as strangers through this world. So true. Alhamdulillah. That's, that's so true. That's exactly what actually was running through my mind when you were talking about yeah. Subhanallah. So yeah. uh, I just want to like um, uh, ask you, like, you know, just pick up on something that you said about how your blog evolved with you. Um, so before we can get I could get to that question. I just want to ask you, what was your journey like? What exactly like it looked like for you being um, Muslima and having that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What was your earliest connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his recognition that you remember? So the earliest, the earliest moment, the earliest connection that I remember is, you know, like, um uh, they're actually sweet memories of my <clears throat> mother trying to put us to sleep when we were very small you know by reciting the surahs and uh, you know the kalima uh and you know like telling all uh, telling us all the stories that she knew from the quran and you know trying to connect us with uh, with allah in her own uh whatever she knew uh, from whatever she knew so that was the you know like first memory that i have of you know uh, uh, having that connection with allah after that uh it has been like uh, it has been a bit shaky it has had its ups and downs but uh, that's the sweetness of it is uh, it all you know like how would you know the sweetness of highs if you you know wouldn't know the lows so alhamdulillah uh, uh, after having been through what I have been through uh, in terms of you know, like, uh, um, I don't know if you uh, had a chance of, uh, there was a time that I even, you know, like shared my depression journey on the, on my um, Instagram page and, you know, like uh, how I like overcame uh, all those, you know, uh, that, all that dark period in my life by just you know like working on strengthening my relationship with Allah that's how you know like um, uh, I have been able to come back to faith and uh, and have been able to realize the power of faith in my life so yeah so when you said like you know about the depression journey so what exactly was um, what exactly did you see that reconnected you to Allah, or or was it like even while you were depressed, you still felt felt that you still had that connection with Allah, even when you were going through your sadness? Um, the thing is, um, when you are in that stage of life, there is so much going on in your head that you can't really um it's like it's like that you are you know like in a um, in a you're sinking in a deep sea and you're trying to hold on to something and you can't really find anything and you just keep on sinking and sinking and sinking mm. uh so 
I remember one day um, that I was reading this book of du'as, uh, the photos of Muslims. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Alhamdulillah, uh, it must have been some du'a of my parents or any loved one that I just picked that book up, and there was this particular du'a. I don't really uh, remember the du'a, but I do know the tarjma and just paraphrasing it that mm-hmm. you know, like. Uh, that alhamdulillah for um, the clothes and alhamdulillah for the food it was something like this the tarjuma goes something like this and that's when it hit me that you know alhamdulillah that i have all this but still you know i'm in this uh, i choose to be in this sad sorrow phase mm-hmm. um and that you know like it hit me really hard that i have everything that there are many people who are wishing for and still, you know, I'm in this sad, depressed state. And that's when I, even though it was really, really hard, that's when I, you know, like really started to make the effort to, you know, be grateful for each and every moment that, you know, came my way. Even though it was very hard uh, with the mental state that I was in, but but then again, I've learned that uh, each day uh, you make a decision you make a decision that you choose to be content with your life or, you know, like you choose to be um, sad or depressed over things which aren't really in your control. So, yeah, it was just that dua that really, you know, helped uh, uh, turn, me, turn my life around. Alhamdulillah. 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 Subhanallah. What is, what's interesting for me to see in this is like, um, subhanAllah, every single time when we find ourselves in this place where we think there is no way out. And I think I even recently wrote something about it, like how, what it feels like to be stuck and like, you know, how it feels like you're falling and falling. It's like a free fall as if like, you know, you don't feel like there is a ground mm. beneath your feet. And then it's just an illusion like you know that you're falling because shaitan wants you to keep you stuck yeah. in that space of um, giving yeah. by giving you this illusion that you're falling you, you're in this free fall like you know and you're into into this bottomless pit but then hmm. the, ground, the ground is right beneath your feet but you fail to see that right and um, yeah. but then when you see and i think that the seeing happens from like um, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hidayah, like, you know, it comes from um, the guidance of Allah. And interestingly, like, you know, this mm-hmm. is what I see for myself too, that I'm, unless, and, and, and I'm seeing that, like, you know, every single time there is something that Allah puts in our path for us to see that, you know, you are not falling. Mm-hmm. There is ground there, you know, there is solid ground beneath your feet. Mm-hmm. You're not falling, mm-hmm. subhanAllah, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. And it's like a pattern that I see, you know, whenever I'm talking to sisters, it's a pattern. It's like, we all get there. We all get into a place where we think that there is no end to this, but then he shows us that light, subhanAllah. SubhanAllah, that's so beautiful. And um, yeah. alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So what, what happened then, uh, Umafan, what happened after that? Like when you, when you saw this dua and when you were like, um, when you saw like what you had and what changed after that for you? One of the things that it made me realize is that uh, the power of thought and the power mm. of words we tell ourselves. 
because um, all of these duas that are recommended to you know like read uh, to be read and recited uh, during different parts of the day there are actually affirmations they are telling us um, not only they provide us protection but they are you know like reminding us of the various blessings of the various duties and everything else so it made me realize uh, you know like uh, uh, when i was in this uh, dark place i used to every day i used to wake up with this very negative mindset mm. but after you know after that that moment i made i started to make uh, an active effort you know like uh, to wake up uh, uh, with a with good thoughts and to repeat you know instead of repeating those uh, and those negative thoughts to myself i started to replace them with the uh, more positive thoughts and it's kind of it's kind of like a you know like chain reaction one thing leads to another and i started to you know like uh, see the physical effects of it as well you know when when your head is filled up with all those dark and negative thoughts they seem to you know drag them down with yourself and they kind of feel heavy on your existence but when you start replacing them with um, more more positive things and uh, you know like all those affirmations from the quran and the duas uh, and you know how you know like modern day psychologists and even therapists talk about all these positive affirmations and all that stuff um i started to see the value of uh, that in the prescribed askar alhamdulillah mm. so so that's one thing that i really you know grabbed on to like mm -hmm. uh, i started to do my askar with like uh, like really firmly without missing a day of it and the day that uh, the moment that i did miss my askar i could you know like readily readily see the effect of it on my mood on my day and and my day to day dealings as well so that's one of the things that i did uh, first of all that you know like i i started to take care of my askar like like a person you know like who is really sick and holds on to his medicine so that's that's what made a whole lot of big difference in my life alhamdulillah and it's a day to day moment to moment struggle you know like uh, uh, you are the one who you're responsible for what you allow into your life and into your into your mind Yeah. Uh, and that kind of you know like impacts your um, your interaction with yourself and uh, the people around you so yeah alhamdulillah for that realization alhamdulillah 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 it's is just something that i want to like you know go back to something that you said was um, which i truly believe for myself also is that um it is a decision it's it's all in that one moment you know one momentary decision that you take for yourself um and the way i see it is like exercising your free will that allah has given you and making the choice that conscious choice to uh either choose to be where you are or uh take action in order to um fulfill our purpose why we are here right subhanallah and yeah. uh, and everything that else that you said about like you know especially hanging on to the afkar these these are like what like again using your words it's like a fortress like you know like that keeps us protected at all times and um, subhanallah 
the value of that, right? Subhanallah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, yeah. yeah. I've seen the power of it, alhamdulillah. 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 So, I was just wondering, like, you know, um, do you see, like, some kind, apart from uh, the practice of the akkar that you have, do you see any other patterns or habits that uh, help you sustain your relationship with Allah? Um, definitely um, having that connection with the Quran, having that, you know, like daily time set to recite the Quran and, you know, taking the time to understand it and reflecting upon it. It definitely has a, uh, you know, like a huge uh, impact on how um, you understand Allah. Um, and it definitely, you know, like uh, um, builds on to whatever relationship that you're trying to have with Allah. So, so yes, having a set up, having it that time uh, that, you know, like, um, that specific time, a specific time to do a certain portion of the Quran, I feel that's really important. Once, once um, I start neglecting that, I can see, you know, um, I can see myself falling into those uh, old patterns of thinking and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, and there is there is definitely, you know, that baraka that comes with, you know, having um, Quran in your life. So yeah, that's one thing that uh, has a huge impact on uh, my general day-to-day -day, uh, living as well. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Subhanallah, that's so true. That's so true. Like interesting what you said about like uh, how when you know you you feel like when you're falling short in in this like you know or whenever you feel that that connection with the quran is lost you fall back into those old patterns so i'm i'm yeah I'm, you know that's so interesting to see because I, it's like it's as if like that quran and Athkar, it's like that lifeline you know it's like that rope that you're hanging on to and as soon as um you kind of like fall short a little bit here and there mm. with that immediately you notice the um repercussions of that happening in your thinking mm. right? mm. now shaitan has infiltrated uh, like you know those those thoughts and he is making you um believe that it's coming from you subhanallah, mm. subhanallah. you know what Sina, this thing is uh I have I have been you know struggling with depression most of my teenagers and my twenties, mm -hmm. uh, and there were a lot of there were many other factors you know contributing to it. But one of but when I look when I look back and really think about it, one of the factors was not giving my soul its due, mm -hmm. and much of the depression was my you know like my my soul yearning for that connection with the with the quran and with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know how it is when you're a student and you're busy trying to you know like achieve get ahead in your academics and then later trying to make your career uh, all of this stuff you know kind of uh, takes a back seat but what you don't realize is that it's only when you you know like uh, give your soul that due it kind of brings that baraka with it and it also kind of gives you that spiritual energy which also helps you in 
pursuing your other worldly affairs as well. And, uh, and subhanAllah, that's one of the things uh, most of us uh, tend to, I wouldn't say ignore or neglect, but that's something, you know, like we aren't really um, uh, taught growing up. So, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And yeah. and I'm glad that you brought up uh, that particular age, the age of teenage, because I guess, uh, um, subhanAllah, from what things were a few years back to what it is now, subhanAllah, the, the amount of distractions too that our teenagers have these days. And and um, they are living a much more tougher, <laughs> tougher so it's like, I'm glad you brought that up because like, I'm sure like anyone who listens to this can relate, you know, that, um, um, that, that is the phase that goes on like but again like you know what i think is the highlight is that in spite of that in spite of uh, uh, having all those kind of uh, um, distractions or even like you know like in what you said the example you gave was like studies or be it studies or be it friends or be it like whatever else that it could be the mm -hmm. distraction um if Based on what we carry in our hearts, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He brings us back on track. Like, you know, He guides us back on that track. Um, and yeah. he, he makes us see what's um, what, take, what takes precedence, like, you know, over the distractions. It's always Him. He brings us back to that. And that's from His um, yeah. unimaginable mercy and uh, rahma, right? SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. So yeah, he brings us back through through. Uh, it could either be through trial, um, but um, but one of the purposes of my blog is to you know like uh, whatever uh, how much ever I've been able to interact with people uh, people through my blog, uh, I have come. Um, I see that, you know, everyone is trying to, you know, go back to, go back to that path, but they don't know how. Mm. They don't know how. And as you said, there are a lot of pressures and there are a lot of distractions. And once they start walking on that path, uh, there is so much to, you know, uh, there is so much for them to derail them off that track. But, uh, but then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as you said, does bring them back. Uh, but the purpose of my blog is that uh, to to help to remind them and to help them come back without you know going through that painful process of all that trials and everything mm. uh, because you know uh, having come having to come back to the to this faith after you know after such a long time you kind of you know after 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 having gone through all that, sometimes you kind of, I guess it's from Shaitan, but you do feel sad over having wasted that precious time and how you could have, you know, you used it, that in so much other things in trying to, you know, uh, learn all the beneficial knowledge or trying to do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm, uh, I'm trying to do through my blog in whatever little way I can just to put you know some little reminders here and there um 
about the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. So, yeah. yeah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Allah Mubarak, and may Allah accept it from you. I mean, SubhanAllah. So, uh, if you if you were to, let's say, capture the essence of uh, who you were before and who you are now uh, in a sentence, would you be able to do that? Oh, SubhanAllah, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> I think if uh, my... If my past self sees my present self, she would not recognize me and she would be in shock and she wouldn't believe that this is what I'm going to become. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to say to that <laughs> because I would be a complete stranger. But I would like to, I would like to, you know, like uh, if I would get a chance, I would like to go back to my younger self and. Uh, just remind her, just tell her that uh, that she is uh, beautiful and she is capable of doing amazing things. Mm -hmm. And she just she just should she should just stop doubting herself and just, you know, like, mm -hmm. go for it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I would tell herself. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. And you're doing a great job at it, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, Allahumma barika ameen. So, uh, with regards to like, you know, just uh, coming to the end of a conversation, um, if you were to, um, if, if you would like our listeners to take away anything from this conversation, what would it be? Uh, what would it be? Um, I think just, I think just uh, keep um, sharing whatever whatever a little you learn because uh, in this journey of blogging i have alhamdulillah come to know many amazing people i have come to learn a lot from those amazing people and alhamdulillah you are one of them and uh, and you know like uh, when your intentions are pure allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, puts amazing things your way so that's one of the messages also I would, you know, like give to whoever is listening that always, always keep your, try to keep your intentions pure and for his sake only. And uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, he will uh, give you beyond your expect expectations, inshallah. SubhanAllah, that's a beautiful takeaway. And yes, it all starts with that intention, right? SubhanAllah. Um, Subhanallah, and likewise, uh, Subhanallah, I have learned so much from you as well. Um, and I've like the best thing, if I may, like you know, just say is, um, and before off before we started recording this, I think we were conversing about that. And the best thing is when somebody behind you comes and talks good about you. I think that's a that's a life well lived. Uh, that's something mm -hmm. like you know, and I have all good things that I have heard about you, and that is what like encouraged me to reach out uh, and to have this conversation with you, Subhanallah. And I guess. Um, one more thing that I would like to add to that is with the social media and the way things are, everybody is like just this handle, an Instagram handle or a business name. So 
it's so it's so wonderful to just come on and like you know connect with people um and to know the people behind those handles and it's amazing to know them because you you just make these amazing connections that way right subhanallah which never, yeah. yeah subhanallah which you would never know like you know until we reach out and we have these conversations you you would never know who's behind that handle so i'm so exactly. glad I'm so glad that I did reach out and we had this conversation and I'm so happy for the way it flowed and for for the wisdom that you shared and jazakallah khairan so much may Allah bless you immensely with a lot of abundance and khair in everything that you do for his sake in this dunya as well as much much more in the akhira ameen ya rab that was a beautiful dua i pray the same and much more for you and uh, it was truly an honor alhamdulillah uh, i had been following you for uh, long but, but uh, uh, alhamdulillah it's, uh, it was really nice having that uh, having that conversation with you today uh, so inshallah hope to stay connected with you and having more of these conversations inshallah Inshallah, Inshallah. I would also look forward for that. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. The honor is on mine to have you. So before I let you go, where can our listeners connect with you? Where can I have a website. Uh, anyone wishing uh, to get in touch can visit my website www.theartmuslima.com and besides that you can also find me on instagram and facebook as well and inshallah for our listeners i'll have that information available on the show notes as well so that you can go and check it out uh, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh you were listening to the nafs connection podcast brought to you by levelton muslima life coaching to learn more about me and how you can work with me visit my website www.level10muslima.com you can also find me on facebook and instagram under levelton_muslima.life.coaching stay tuned for more stories this is your host seema azmat aka umrayan signing off until next time stay blessed